This is Flyperbole with Steve Jacot and Craig Forsyth. Hello, quarantine people of Philadelphia. Welcome back to Flyperbole under quarantine. I am Steve Jacot. This is Craig Forsyth. And guess what? We're still under quarantine still under quarantine by the way real quick i mean uh the q pop is listening to fuck the quarantine people of philadelphia is enjoying some fly purple under quarantine so i think i'm gonna start referring to these as that from now on did you say the q pop the the q pop yeah the quarantine the people of philadelphia yeah it <laughs> the, makes the sense Q-pop, it, it sounds like some unknown genre of music that is, it's gonna die gone out undiscovered yeah. <laughs> you know, like K-pop, except for Kwezikstan. Yeah, we'll go with that. Th- oh, Qatar, Qatar. There we go. There you go. Yeah, that's a good Qatar one. Qatar pop. Yeah. yeah. So, or their I biggest like pop station over there. Yeah. So this is uh, this is exactly how I figured we'd start the podcast for this. <laughs> this Cutter pop, of course, is my favorite pirate. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, yes, uh, welcome back to Flyperbly under quarantine, the Flyperbly show where we talk about just one or two topics and. Today's topic, we are going to talk about celebrations, and this is actually a listener idea. Colin X. Corley uh, on Twitter came to us and asked us to talk about Flyers celebrations. So uh, we are here to talk about celebrations, and you might not think about celebrations and, and hockey too often. They might not be your, your first association, because hockey is the old, oh, you know, you got to give it 110%, and it's all about the team boys kind of sport. It, it yeah. is definitely hockey fans are the ones that put out those memes about NBA players being soft and selfish and all that stuff. And <laughs> you think about good celebrations, you think about NFL wide receivers. You don't really think about hockey players. Yeah, that is true. But uh, we do have a bunch of pretty good ones here. I mean, there are, and there are, there aren't too many guys around the NHL that actually have their own like signature celebrations. We're going to talk about one because one of them was on the Flyers a few years ago. But, uh, I mean, all I can think of right now is if uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov doing, like, the Eagle celebration. It's one of the main ones. And then, uh, I mean, there are plenty of, uh, like, isolated celebrations that are pretty good. And I think Scott the one... Arnold's most famous celebration, falling to the ice and, like, slamming into boards, <laughs> through the boards, injuring 12 people. And that's that. Yeah, that's uh, and it was you know I'll never forget that regulation one back in November of like 2008 when he did that. It was pretty crazy, but the fires got two points, and that's all that matters. So that's what. It, uh... Did you okay? So you said you wanted to start this one with a, a celebration that happened this year. That I well, thought yeah, was I, good so one. the main thing is like with celebrations, we don't see them that frequently in hockey, but there there. Are... And specifically, there might not be a ton of examples in recent years for the Flyers, but there was a pretty notable one just a few weeks ago. Well, I guess a couple of months ago now. Oh, yeah, oh boy. Forever. Uh, <laughs> forever. Forever. So there was one pretty recently, though, that was pretty cool. Kevin Hayes, who uh, has become a fan favorite in a short period of time for the Flyers, had that, uh, that championship belt celebration uh, after, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was pretty good the ot winner in columbus and then he uh turned around and uh showed off the belt 
to everybody. Hey, that was a pretty good one. I mainly thought of Freddie Mitchell, even though I know that's not what the reference Thank is. Thank you. But... <laughs> I was I was gonna ask I was gonna ask you you think about you think of Freddie Mitchell you think of was it Aaron Rodgers who ended up Aaron, that? Aaron Rodgers does it routinely I just yeah Freddie Mitchell Freddie Mitchell did it first yeah yeah he's the I'm sure there's Fred X, else good old Fred X is who I think of <laughs> I'd like to thank Freddie Mitchell's hands for bringing us that celebration <laughs> second straight podcast we mentioned L J Smith too because that's the play that led to that that statement right there but yeah they I think that was the best one this year and. um I mean, the what was it? Drew's last year in the stadium series is probably the best one. From was the only one of the few good things for 2018 19 yeah. was his celebration after the uh, the stadium series goal. Yeah, the the gladiator, are you not entertained? Pose after his overtime goal, which was uh, such a phenomenal comeback in that game. The the Flyers on a sloppy, sloppy night, a cold, sloppy night, <laughs> comeback against the odds. I I was very prepared to leave that game, and then they miraculously tied it up and, and they won yeah. it in overtime. I could not believe it. And then Claude Giroux has an all time flyers picture uh, with the, the, the old gladiator. Uh, Are you not entertained pose? And it's, yeah. it's not the first time the celebration has been done. Nolan Patrick's done it before. Yeah. It was cool then too. But I mean, just given the fact that it was at the link in the rain at an outdoor game, just yeah. against the penguins, it, it just, uh, it, it checked all the boxes and made for an iconic photo. Yeah, and national TV. Yeah, like yeah, that was a national TV game because it was an outdoor game. So like it was, it was a huge goal and that celebration. Uh, but I, I like the other version of that celebration that the Flyers recently did. I like the Patrick one more just because it was a, it was a playoff game in Pittsburgh, and the the play that led up to the goal was fucking incredible because it was a Sean Couturier no look between the legs pass across the crease to Patrick for the dunk, and then he just pretty much did the are you entertained to all the penguins fans right there so i like that one a little bit more even though i mean i think that there's not really anything wrong with the drew one drew one is a, a spicy take yeah <laughs> i think it's because i think at the time that was that made that series one to one so then it was a little bit of oh, maybe they can do it and then they they reminded us that wasn't going to happen so but uh, at the time it was pretty awesome i think that i mean those are probably the best celebrations for each season though the last three seasons i'd say I can't really think of anything else that comes to mind. Um, I mean, this year, I don't think there were any, I can't think of any other major celebrations. And then, yeah, so I want to say those are the last three big ones for the Flyers. But all time, though, uh, I, you and I both agreed on the first one that came to our minds. And I think it, uh, I think it comes to mind for a lot of Flyers fans is the Boucher celebration after the shootout in 2010. So he stopped Ole Okunen, and then he kind of stumbled and did the fist pump. <laughs> and I think that was the uh, that was probably the I, I want to say that's my favorite celebration ever, honestly. Well, that that one is just so unexpected. Like yeah. you see the Flyers with it all on the line; they're making the playoffs or not making the playoffs. It all comes down to a shootout, which the Flyers have historically been terrible at. And Flyers fans just thought there is no chance in hell that they actually come out on top in this one. And then they did. I don't even think Brian Boucher expected it. <laughs> he gets up and he's like, yeah. Yeah. And t- he, a little stumble, takes a little stumble. And then he, uh, and then he gets pretty pumped about it, but it was, uh, yeah, really. I mean, I, he was just all of us in that moment. I think is pretty much what it felt like. They were just, nobody could believe that it happened. And they somehow made the postseason after, 
whatever the hell that run, run was, and then also being Hamrick Longquist in a shootout, which is like not it was not supposed to happen there. But uh, I mean, that's that's the first one that comes to mind for me. Uh, and then a lot of these are just random ass celebrations and some like. What's the second one you think of here? I, I put up on the list. Uh, I got a list going, but I can't really think of what would be second here to me. Mine's mine's more of a general one. It's not a specific goal, but there okay. is a flyer that had an iconic move that I always think of, and that was Danny Briere. Like, not too yeah. many flyers have signature moves. There's only a couple I can think of, and Danny Briere was one of them. With I don't know if you call it the the fist pump. I don't know if you call it. I think Hal and I. Back in the, the Flyers faithful days, you used to call it the super punch. But it's this, you know, Danny Briere <laughs> going down to the ice and lifting his fist up. Oh, it's a thing yeah. of beauty. One of the best celebrations. He always did it, and it was just always cool and just always like, yeah! Yeah. No, that is true. And, like, there were def- he had a ton of variations of it just because, like, you know, he always – he got it in after every goal, but it didn't matter where he was on the ice when he scored it or how much time he had to celebrate. He'd always get that quick little fist pump in no matter what. But he, yeah, that's a, I think that's the one that most fans think of as like a Flyers goal celebration is just Briere doing that fist pump. And I think my favorite thing of Briere's too was the uh, game seven against the Sabres in 2011. I think Coburn opened the scoring. And after that goal, Briere skated through the crease and gave Ryan Miller a little, uh, little love tap on the back of his helmet. Not a celebration. It was a celebration of the goal, I guess, but it was really just him dunking on Miller more than like a celebration about the goal. It wasn't anything, I guess, uh, elaborate, just uh, letting Ryan Miller know that he was there on that goal. So um, I also had, what was the other one I had? I liked Richards, another, I mean, not a routine thing, but another one that comes to mind for me was Mike Richards after his penalty shot back in 2008 against the Caps. I don't know if that one's as known, but he put away game three with a penalty shot with under five minutes left. And as he skated by the Caps bench, he like pretend like he picked up some of the ice and like threw it in the air. Cause that, that was like that. Cause Vashkin used to do it back in the day, or at least he still does it somewhat occasionally where he just kind of like rubs the ice and then like throws it up. But like Richard did it right in front of the bench and then did like a fist bump and started celebrating right in front of like a Vashkin and Backstrom and all those guys uh, earlier in that series. So Mike Richards had a little bit of attitude back then. That's yeah, one of the things I always appreciated about him. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, another one I was thinking of from that year was it wasn't a celebration, but they came back in game five against the Canadians. And the first goal was a real fucking weird goal. It was Lupul shot it. Lupul shot from the top of the circle. Richards was in front and tried to catch the puck and then put it down and shoot it. But the puck went threw his hand, hit his shoulder, and then went by Price and in. And then, like, you see him when he's talking to everybody. I think they were asking him, like, did you touch that with your... And he's just shaking his head saying, like, fuck, no, I didn't touch that. <laughs> but it's just like him being like, he's like, no, fuck, that's a fucking goal. It's just like Richard's talking shit. <laughs> he... Beautiful. I feel like Richard's only thing was every once in a while he would just do, like... I'm thinking of, like, when he had the hat trick against the Caps, he would just do, like, that one-handed fist pump above his head, and that was it. He didn't really have any elaborate... uh I guess celebrations that much. Even after he was never getting like a cell phone that was hidden behind the goalie post. Yeah, he wasn't doing the jail horn. His mom. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't pulling. He wasn't pulling out the jail horn. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they should. I mean, teams need to start doing that. I feel like Connecting is going to be the first one to do that. Something like that, or have like an elaborate celebration with Gritty. 
just bring Gritty on the ice and they can start like break dancing or some shit. I can see TK doing that. Oh, 100%. But... A whole salt and pepper routine. <laughs> just, yeah. There's a good one. So you you linked in our our show notes, you linked to a Mike Richards uh, scores his first penalty shot goal where he does do kind of a, a, a Briere-esque, like, you know, drag along the ice with the fist and fist pump and all that goes nuts. But I wanted to talk about this this video that you've linked to for this, which is... It is something because it is terrible quality. It's from April two thousand eight. No, no, that it's, was the yeah, that's the Richards one. That's the that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, where he scores against the Caps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The the penalty shot. Yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. just saying that I, I'm talking about the quality of the video. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so, it is fucking terrible. This is a a video from April sixteenth two thousand eight. It is titled "Richard Scores His First Penalty Shot," and so. It's recorded off of an old standard deaf TV <laughs> off of, I guess, a digital camera because photos yeah. didn't really take video back then. And it starts off with a little note that says, I purposefully used versus announcers in this. Yes, versus because <laughs> it wasn't called. Oh, my God. It, was, oh, the note, it wasn't. NBCSN. <laughs> it wasn't Spike. It was versus. I purposefully yeah. used. Uh, everything is misspelled too it's it's amazing i purposefully used versus announcers in this because i hate the way jim jackson of cn csn announces what a terrible flyers fan yeah well, that's a terrible take all around yeah the video besides the goal they were actually showing everything with that video was atrocious and i would have not supported so but they it was the only purposely version without an e he spells announcers with one n <laughs> I'm sorry, with two N's total. It's A-N-O-U-N-C-E-R-C-E-R-S. Yeah, that's and just good spelling. Yeah. It's just, oh my God. He spells it twice wrong. It's phenomenal. I guess the, the spell check doesn't apply in whatever shitty <laughs> program he used to assemble this. But, you know, thank you to user Cowboy Suck. <laughs> Cowboy, Cowboy Sucks 1992 for uploading this video in general because it is good to have more flyer schools out there, although it's a. Uh, be nice to have these in HD or at least somewhat better quality. I would just, we should, I want to check out the rest of that, guys. I want to see if he has a horrible take on like everything related to He's like, hey, I like the Flyers and I, this is a great goal, but I don't really like Mike Richards. He's not my cat. I was a big Jason Smith guy. They should have kept uh, Jason Smith around. This is literally his only upload. Oh, it is. Okay. Well, there you go. Cowboy so. sucks 1992. And uh, he's done, he's done, I don't want to call it the Lord's work, but he's done work. He's technically done work, yeah. I will say, out of all the... For some reason, NHL, NHL.com didn't feel like just putting that out as a clip. Like, if you look up any highlight, NHL.com usually had it as, like... You know, they always piece together, like, 20 or 25 highlights a night after games. You'd think they would have done that. But if you look for that Richards goal, it's all just... There's, like, eight people that shot up with their shitty flip, phone, flip phones back in 2008, and, like, that's what we have to go off of now. I don't know how that's worked. I don't know how a penalty shot in the playoff game has gotten to just cell phone quality video but you know it is what it is i guess you know uh well what uh what other celebrations you got here steve what uh which one of the what is one of your favorites besides the uh the bouche and briere ones or should you want me to uh throw another one out there we could throw some more out there i mean there's only other one like signature iconic move i can think of and that's the yager salute yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. The log, the Yager salute. He didn't do that. He didn't do it 
he did a fair amount with the Flyers, but I feel like he didn't do it as often as I... I don't think he did it in Pittsburgh after he scored the game winner in the playoffs. Like, that would have been awesome if he did it then. If he was in Pittsburgh and he did the salute. And the, the thing Flyers is, most, won the game like five minutes later. Most hockey goals, especially playoff big goals, end up... Aren't going like, to have... We talked about our favorite goals a few weeks back, and most of these, and you've got a few on the list, but they don't particularly, for the most part, have good unique celebrations because yeah. you're caught up in the moment and celebrating and it's mostly just hockey hugs and and celebrating with your buds yeah. but, uh, <laughs> the yager salute is an iconic one i know he didn't do it as much with flyers but here's the thing uh it was so well known that when he didn't make the all-star game but drew and hartnell did during their intros they both did the yager salute yeah yeah and i think that so he, that's, you know, a lot of people know that celebration. It's known a little bit. That's Yager's thing. He's, uh, he might have the, he might have the most notorious goal celebration. The most well-known goal celebration, I guess, in like hockey history. I'm sure I'm not thinking of somebody right now, but the salute's got to be up there. I'm sure so. somebody's going to come back to us and say like, We're... You dumbasses don't remember Wayne Gretzky's signature crotch grab? <laughs> yeah. Or like some really off the board. You don't remember Arnita, Artem Anisimov like shooting the goalie after that one play? Like, you know, and causing all that shit. Like, it's going to be something dumb from like, it doesn't matter. Yager's probably got the biggest celebration, I'll say that. Or like the most well-known celebration. I think that's safe to say. But uh, I, some of the playoff goals. Well, the two, so the Keith Primo's five overtime winner. Yeah, it's not really a celebration. He just kind of raises his hands up because everybody's exhausted and he just waits for people to bombard him. I think. Yeah, my... like that's that's go. Let's go to bed, boys. Let's just yeah. get the fuck out of here and go to sleep. <laughs> it would have been great if he just dropped down to the ice and like you know took a nap on the ice. But the uh, what was the other one? Oh, Ronick in overtime against the Leafs, the one that I it was my favorite goal. He does a little bit of like a a Mike Ruzioni impression for like five seconds before he is then tackled into the boards. But that's like one of the only for like a a playoff one. You probably need it to be an overtime goal because I don't know how the guys aren't going to be losing their minds in a, a goal that makes it three to one in a game that still has a period left. So it's got to be a game that either put away or a goal that either put away a game or a series that has this kind of reaction. So uh, for the Flyers, that hasn't happened in a minute. Uh, it in hasn't a been. In a world. Oh, uh, Carcillo's, too. I think Carcillo's against the, the Devils, uh, where he scored on Martin Rodor because Martin Rodor forgot where the puck was, and anybody could have slid the puck, you know, right into the net right there. But Carcillo did it, and then he... To be fair, like... his sister-in-law was in the crowd with a box of donuts waiting for him. <laughs> Which is, honestly, if you wanted to defeat the trap, like, there is what... Like, if every team committed to that game plan back in the 90s, it would have been a lot more wide-open hockey. The Devils wouldn't have been successful because Martin Bordeaux had been giving up like six or seven goals a night. So that's, I mean, you know, the Flyers are late, late to it there, but they uh, they figured out how to beat him when it mattered. Uh, but anyway, so Carcillo like spent like two minutes just frantically looking around for somebody to hug and then jumped into, I think, Perrier's arms. I forget. But that's, uh, that's one of the better Flyers like playoff celebrations, I guess. And, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, you've got the primo, the, so the primo five OT one, isn't the, the most iconic as far. I mean, it's an iconic goal, but yeah, it's yeah. not the most iconic celebration, but the one he has against Tampa Bay is a little better. With yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. For a game six. Yeah. Yeah. I think that 
the one in game six is better because, yeah because he i mean the goal is important and also his reaction to it was was gold and then i also put in the outline because i remember it specifically and then i was able to find it on youtube uh game four 2004 eastern conference final primo had uh i think it was a two two on one rush up the ice and he snipes it and then he just kind of stands there and keeps his arm up in the air for like four seconds it's not a great celebration but it feels like it fits keith primo if that makes sense which i feel like is what kind of makes some of these lamer celebrations a little bit better because like guys like like keith primo's not going to do anything crazy but <laughs> in the in that moment and his reaction to it, it 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 felt awesome like it was awesome to watch unfold i guess like keith primo's not going to do a full mime act <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna. Yeah, he's not gonna shoot clay pigeon. Like he's not gonna throw up his glove and start shooting at it or anything. I don't think he's gonna do any of that. Or like start like jump into the crowd and start crowd surfing. I'm waiting for somebody to do that. I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon, but it's gonna happen. I'm calling well, it. We all know. We all know Travis Konechny listens. TK, big fan, friend of the show. Big friend Jeff of the show. <laughs> I I need that. Uh, some player needs to keep a t-shirt gun on the bench so that when they score. They can walk over or skate over and start shooting t-shirts into the stands. Um, things like that. Or get like hooked up to cables after you score so then they can lift you up into the air and fly you around the rink. There's so many options that a lot of these players haven't tapped into yet. You know, I just wish I wish I was an NHL player for the celebrations. I think is pretty much the main takeaway. Well, just so I, I think could... the Flyers should hire Craig Forsyth to be the celebration choreographer. I I can, I'm not going to argue that. I'll I'll take whatever I can get right now. That sounds like a great opportunity <laughs> to set up some shitty dances and get paid for it. So, uh, but getting back to the serious question at hand of hockey celebrations, Stephen, if I can, um, I don't know where to go from here. You know, I, I mean, we're talking about uh, some some goal celebrations, and uh, I'm already tapped out. I think. <laughs> God, Craig. Terrible podcaster, Craig Forsyth. Well, let's talk about the first one. Let's talk about one of the first big flyer celebrations, and that's Bob Clark's leap. Yeah, uh, a pretty significant goal. I think it was the first time, I think it was the first time they beat the Bruins in Boston. I don't want to say ever. They had a very terrible record in Boston before that meeting, uh, before the Stanley Cup final in 1974. Tied game. And again, I wanted to mention this other celebration because it did come up on NBCS Philly a couple weeks ago. I talked about Andre DuPont like freaking out and running on the ice for a, a late game tying goal in that game too, I think. And th- there wasn't any video of it. And then for the broadcast of the replay of game six of that series on NBCS Philly, they threw it in there real quick. But that celebration where he scores and then he's just running in place for five seconds and it's the most awkward thing ever. That celebration... Ties the game up. Clark scores in overtime. And I want to say he jumped. He tried to jump really high. And I want to say Clark got about six inches in the air. Tried to Bobby Orr that shit and not quite. Yeah, barely got his skates off the ice. Like if it's, you could tell, you could barely tell he did it. But he, he did get him up. So that's the first. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the more memorable old. I mean, that one. And uh, the only other really old school celebration I can think of uh, is uh, is your guy Brian Props uh, celebration, the Gaffaw celebration, which was apparently inspired by Howie Mandel. <laughs> yeah. But I think like that's the only other one I can think of way back way back in the day. So I don't have any other uh, really really old school ones. But 
Yeah, and then we've pointed out before that, you know, unfortunately due to kind of age, we don't really have as much perspective on some of the, the older celebrations. And <laughs> yeah, such, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, is what it is there. I mean, we could talk about the fact that, you know, the, the original Flyer celebration, the 1974 uh, Cup, you know, when they won the cup, when they clinched it, uh, just Gene Hart going, the Flyers win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, just, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, Hart losing it is a, that's like one of the, I think that's the main thing that sticks in my mind. And that and the old footage, like the, uh, the clock winding down, like the, the big yellow numbers. Down. Yeah. And I also just love like random people coming on the ice. And, like... <laughs> yeah, that's the craziest part. It's just people got on the ice back in the day. I don't, that could, that's not happening now. There's no way anybody could even do that now. But it was... the guys on the back like going like yeah good job but like they did that all the time up until like a certain point because i i remember that also with the the phillies championship in 1980 uh footage yeah. of that, like people just showing up and being like a, a lot of pats on the back that was a big thing in the 70s and 80s like you want it pat on the back all right <laughs> well what was that? i think what about uh hank aaron's uh record-setting home run too like he whenever he's rounding second those two guys come out on the field and they just like start patting him on the back and I'm like, this is a home run in the middle of a baseball game. Yeah. How are these guys on the field? Like, how is somebody not tackled and tased yeah. them yet? <laughs> how are these people not on their backs yet? <laughs> 70s. What a crazy time. But, I mean, that was, you know, that was the 70s, Steve. It was just, it was crazy. It was just the time to be alive. And, it, uh, you know, that's that's what it was. <sighs> yep. Uh, you want to talk about Drew scoring some goals? I have we can talk uh, about Claude Giroux. I'm always down to talk about Claude Giroux scoring some goals. Yeah, I mean, so we had him after the stadium series game. Uh, I think, and again, my favorite for him might be after his playoffs, uh, after his shifts when he scores, and I think he just turns to the crowd and just screams, let's fucking go, and then just stands there and waits for Like, that celebration was him just being pissed off and, like, pumped. If only he cared more. Yeah, he's got to, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, he tried then. You saw him trying then. And the Flyers won. And the Flyers haven't been winning a lot lately. So if you ask me, I don't think you need any more proof than it's just Drew doesn't care. So I can't wait until that's pulled from this podcast out of context. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I, I think we've had enough sarcastic Claude Giroux not caring comments at this point. To... Yeah, we should be. He's probably already got like a whole inbox full of them. He's like, oh, these guys. Yeah, we know. We know. I get it. Uh, the other one. Another one, uh, I think it was the same week back in 2011. He had an overtime winner against the Sabres and had an R8 celebration. He just, it was just a great play more than a celebration. But then later in the week, he had a goal in Arizona where he one-timed a shot, but the way he was positioned, he was falling over after he shot it. So, like, he shot the puck and then was looking in the corner at Tiemann who passed it. And didn't even look to see if it went in and just saw Tiemann raise his hands. And then he just raised his hands after he saw Tiemann's reaction. I put a clip. I put it in the uh, in the outline see if you want to take a look. But it's one of the funniest things ever. And I feel just a real random goal from like a game in December of 2011. But I, it stuck with me for all these years because it was just I, like who scores an NHL goal and doesn't even look at the net to see if it goes in. It's just it's a weird, <laughs> like just a weird ass thing to, to have happen. Um, let's see what else we got here. I mean, the rest of the stuff I have now or the goals I would want to talk about are, Oh, I mean, Dan Carcillo had a couple other good ones too, actually. I didn't mention that. Uh, I think he had like five goals and all of them were memorable. <laughs> yeah, they were all, I will say that's 2009, 10 season. I think we talked about, it, but the, uh, when I share that 
Carcillo goal they scored against Toronto where he just somehow like skated around everybody and dunked it. I think he had like seven goals that year and four of them were just highlight reel kind of players where it's just like, what the fuck is Daniel Carcillo doing out there? Uh, the, but I think the, I think his biggest celebration was when he scored for the Rangers in Philly and then all the Flyers fans like flicked him off when he ran, ran into the glass. But he did that when he was on the Flyers in Pittsburgh and that's the one I'm thinking of because it cracks me up because he did it. First of all, he scored a power play goal for the Flyers. And it was like, it was real early in the power play. It was like six seconds into the power play. So Laviolette apparently willingly put Carcillo out there in a power play situation. Paid off because he scored. But he scored and then glided into the boards. And, but he just glided from like 10 yards out with his arms up. So he just bang into the glass and just look at the fans. And you see one fucking dork just sticking out like the L sign, like sticking out his fingers. And it's just like, you. that's that's what you're going to do. Like that's your, people are going to see this video forever. And that's what you're throwing at Daniel Crisillo right now. Listen, there's nothing so. funnier than putting out the L for loser or rabbit ears on somebody. It's the <laughs> funniest things you can possibly do. Yeah. We don't see enough of that. We don't see enough of like players near the, the glass after they score and then fans trying to give them the bunny ears. And the opportunities, you- if there were multiple times each game, somebody could do that and we haven't seen it. Nothing ever beats at the end of the day that uh, it's it's a completely different sport. But that Sixers fan who gave the uh, the double bird to <laughs> it was uh, no, it was uh, 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 Russell Westbrook, right? Oh, it was Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I only I only like that because Russ's face was just incredible because he did it, and then Russ like looked at the refs like, "Can we do anything about that?" <laughs> just like literally like eight feet away from him, just flipping the double bird. He's just like, "Are we? Is that a technical? What's happening?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so like yeah yeah it's just so dude and nothing happened before that right it was it's just like, like Westbrook it's like an old white doctor doing it <laughs> like it's not like it's, it's not like most... <laughs> it's not like a young guy who's trashed or something it's an old white guy old white bah! guy is just fucking pissed about basketball apparently and just taking it out on russell westbrook <laughs> oh, i'm man. watching I'm watching some old school ones right here. I'm watching like an old like top ten video. We got we got some Sean Avery uh, push ups. Oh I mean, god, we all yeah. hate Sean Avery, but the push ups, you know, that's oh, you know what? That's a lot. <laughs> I think the most miscalculated or like one of the worst ones that I think people do is the um, I hate the fucking stick celebration, like the hot stick celebration. Oh, Ovechkin yeah. did it, and then like now, uh, EA keeps it in the game because why not? But like it just, I don't know. I, I get the creative aspect of it, but it's just not. Uh, it just misses me. I don't know. Like I don't what's think your it's least funnier. favorite. What's your least favorite EA celebration then? That, <laughs> of all the presets, uh, I it, honestly, it might be that one. I think I think it's that one. A lot of them are dumb. I I enjoy. There's a kayaking one, which I'm sure people have done in the NHL. Uh, I'm just not thinking about them. But like, uh, you just drop down to the ice and you use your stick like a uh, like a paddle. That's a pretty good one. Uh, uh, bench pressing so you just drop instead of uh, doing push ups you just drop to your back and hold your stick like a bench start doing it like that that's very obnoxious and then the shooting clay pigeon one like the uh, the team of Solani goal where he th- mm. threw up the glove I like doing I think that was a pretty good one that is a good one yeah, because it'll. Uh, but speak. I mean, we can talk Didn't about. Did off do something like that too? Well, that's like, get, like, yeah. A, a gun, off, like... Yeah, he did the thing where it was. I forget who they were playing, but he scored a goal, turned around, and then did the bow and arrow thing. But he did it at a like at the goalie. So then they like everybody freaked out, and then he made a joke about it at the All Star game because 
for some reason that year, Armin Isimov, oh no, Armin Isimov wasn't at the All-Star game, but somebody scored on Lundqvist and then they turned and did it to Lundqvist. And everybody was like, oh yeah, because Anisimov, yeah. So, uh, what was the, uh, the Carcel, oh wait, I already talked about the Carcel once. Yeah, he hasn't I just watched Alex yeah. Kovalev do a moonwalk against the Flyers. It's, it's kind of cool. It's a, it's a shame against the Flyers, but it's, it's kind of cool. Moonwalk is a, yeah, that's a, moonwalking as a celebration is just taking advantage of the, uh, you know, the ice given to you. Because it's, you can't really moonwalk on, uh, on, on, you know, land, I guess. It's a little bit harder, but I feel like on ice, it's a little bit easier to do it with skates. The, you know, the movement, the continuous movement. I mean, is that right? Is that a fair assessment? I think it's a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah. that's a fair assessment, yeah. Um, my favorite, well, what was the, the one I, my two favorite outside of the Flyers that I mentioned to you, uh, before the show were Bobby Ryan scoring with Miko Koivu's stick, which happened, I think it happened almost, oh God, it almost happened 10 years ago now. But uh, it was the Wild and Ducks. Bobby Ryan was trying to get out of a scrum in the corner and skated by Miko Koivu. And Miko Koivu straight up just stole the stick out of Bobby Ryan's hands <laughs> because he, he dropped his stick in the corner. So then Bobby Ryan looked at the ref like, are you, no? And then he just skated over to the corner and picked up the stick. Play went on for like another two seconds in the wild zone. And then Bobby Ryan put home a rebound and then just showed Mika Korver the stick like this was, did you, yeah. It's pretty much only go fuck himself with that. So that <laughs> one and the uh, the Sullivan one, which I thought was, it was when he was on the Blackhawks, I think, like years ago. Gets hit in the face with a stick. And he is right near the boards. And the guy in the front row is making fun of him for, you know, being in pain or whatever. And Steve Sullivan sees the fan and they get into it for like a couple seconds. And then Steve Sullivan skates away. Later on in the game, a pucker stick goes into the stance and hits this fan. Nothing like life threatening or anything. Like he just got hit with the puck and he's like holding his head and he's like looking for ice or something. And Steve Sullivan remembers the guy and skates up to the glass and starts talking shit to him again and then skates away. So, not a celebration. It was just really, or it was a celebration of that guy getting hit with a puck. So, that's why I like that one. <laughs> that's why I like to, yeah. I mean, there are, and then the other one that's not a goal that I like, uh, Steve, if I can keep talking here, is the uh, when Josh Graden beat up Matt Bradley in 2008 and then threw his glove like 30 yards into the air to earn an additional penalty in the seven to one game that the Flyers had wrapped up. So those are, <laughs> those are my celebrations. Well, there's a non goal one that I want to talk about too, which is the uh, Scott Hartnell going back and forth with that Penguins fan back. Oh in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Series, the one who would dress up like Hulk Hogan and do Malcolm mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Scott Hartnell doing the, the Hulk Hogan like ear thing back to him was fantastic. <laughs> one of, I think one of the iconic, if not the most iconic Scott Hartnell moments, is up there with throwing his glove I, at the puck and oh Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah. I think that one, I to me, that's the one that represents Hartnell the the best as a in his time in Philly, because I think like he that that feels like a very Scott Hartnell thing to do. That or him just falling over, but there's not really one, I guess, like uh, really known moment of him falling over. He did pretty routinely, but him mocking the Penguins fan was pretty funny. Even though that that poor guy ended up, I think, passing away from cancer a couple years after that, but I mean, that had it, to be a highlight for for him as a fan. Oh yeah, so oh yeah. Acknowledged and have a back and forth. Like I think that was just a cool moment yeah. for both Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. I mean, I know Penguins fans hate Scott Hartnell. <laughs> yeah, fun, it, it was it was a nice like innocent. Yeah, there was it was a good an actual good like banner between uh 
Flowers and Penguins fans down, I think. Like that one, that one moment. That was the, I think that was before the playoff series, right? Like one of the last games before the 2012 playoff series, or is that one? Because that wasn't game one or two in Pittsburgh, I think. Now I'm going to have They had a couple. I, I literally just watched it, and now you have me down. <laughs> well, they had, because they had a couple games in Pittsburgh right before that playoff series. Because that was like, they played in Pittsburgh on April Fool's Day, I think. Then they closed out the regular season in Pittsburgh, and then they started that first round series in Pittsburgh. So the Penguins played the Flyers like fucking nine nine times in their last eleven games during the end of the 2011-12 season for them, and then they opened the 2013 season against them. So I that's why I, that's why I thought it was because then I thought they used that in the playoff pump up video. It was a whole it was a whole fucking thing, but. That was, yeah, not a goal celebration, but that is one of my favorite things about Hartnell was him and that Penguins fan. And I'm, I forget the Penguins fan name. I know it was a pretty, he was like one of those, you know, one of the well-known Penguins fans out there, like our sign guy. Or yeah, Derek I think Kelly. it was, I think it was a regular season game because it's from 4-1-12, so that yeah. still be the regular season. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was that, um, that was the regular season game that included uh, Laviolette just yelling at fucking um, Dan Bosma because that was when uh, they put out the fourth line. Flyers had the game in hand, put out the fourth line. Joe Fitelli lights up Danny Breer, and then like fucking Ben Lovejoy's out there fighting Wayne Simmons with a broken jaw. And while this is going on, Laviolette is just standing on the benches, just yelling at Dan Bosma <laughs> and like just tears. gum and spit flying out of his mouth. The best is like, my favorite is just with that shot is where they pan out because you know Pierre is in between the benches, so it's just Bilesma and like Tony Granado I think for the fucking it was the assistant coach like just looking at Laviolette and Pierre just like looking straight forward and Laviolette is like two feet to Pierre's right or left just yelling at Bilesma. <laughs> like Pierre's <laughs> giving one of those classic like you might be wondering how I got here kind of. Looks. <laughs> Yeah, I was but... always annoyed at Pierre too for just kind of like sitting there and like watching and not actually reporting on what those guys were saying. I'm sure a lot of it wasn't repeatable yeah. for broadcast, but I wanted to know. I wanted to know like that's why are you between the benches and you're not reporting on this important I, coach yeah. stat? Like this is the closest we've come to a coach fight in the NHL. I, yeah, and I feel like he always did stupid shit. Like he would tell us when people were talking on the benches about like. You know, like a team's down two nothing. It's like, oh yeah, they know they're down two nothing. They're talking about it. It's like, all right, we don't fucking care. Like, what what did Laviolette just say? Like during that entire thing, just give us some words. You can kind of hint what he was doing. We just got to know what happened there. We don't care about the Sean Thornton stories where he's talking about we need to get two goals here and we got to get one in ten minutes and the other one in the last ten. <laughs> I want to know what curses Laviolette was throwing at Dan Bowsman company. Let's see, I just saw one where Milan Hayduk from the Avalanche dives oh, into a pool and swims. Yeah, that's a good one. I do like that one. I know that was a... My favorite part of that one is he does like a little weird like hiccup thing before he does the jump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's he props, Yeah, and then he jumps. Uh, but I think that was... I know which one you're talking about. That must have been for a playoff. Uh, that must have been for like an overtime winner in the playoffs because I've seen that a lot. It's a good one. Uh, we got uh, we got Tiger Williams with the the ride the stick. Yeah, that's the only other old one I can think of, but he never was on the that wasn't a Flyers one. That's a pretty good one though. Ride the stick is a classic. Yeah, that's a classic. You can't really go wrong with that one. I mean, the Flyers have a few. You know, they're mostly personalized ones, but you know, usually it's just grabbing each other, excited, and going like, 
yeah, we're friends and we <laughs> scored a winning goal, which it's great. Like they make great pictures, but you know, the, I, I think there's something to be said about the personality that guys show when they have, uh, individual celebrations that you don't see it often in hockey. And it's something that I think a lot of people want to see more often. I mean, yeah, you know, Solani playing duck hunt is uh, iconic, you know, like, Oh uh, yeah. Theo Fleury. The Briere Briere fist pump. I mentioned, what was that Theo Fleury? Oh, Uh, Theo Fleury one literally just hopped up on this video. Yeah. Where he just gets super, he scores the fucking goal at the left hand on the screen. And then he just skates all the way down the ice. And was like sliding from like the red line to his own goal line. (laughs) But yeah, no, uh, no, I agree with all that. Uh, And I think, well, going back like the Primo one, I, I don't know how to like a celebration that kind of fits the player. Like another one I had for that was Timonen. I was at uh, the game where Timonen scores a hundred hundredth, so I remember the celebration where he. I watched the goal, and the whole play actually cracked me up because it was a two on one. It was a, I think it was four on four, and then Coburn led a two on one with Timonen. And they went up the ice, messed up the chance, and then Coburn somehow was able to backtrack and get the puck back at the blue line and set up Timonen for a, a goal from in close. And then Timonen, you know, what would you expect Timonen's goal reaction to be other than just, like, relieved? So all he does is just puts his, like, throws his hands up and just looks towards the skies. And I feel like that is a very – I feel like that's what you would expect out of Cameron Timonen. Like, he's not doing the duck hunt. He's not, he's not flying down the ice and doing the kayak celebration. Like, he's just – it's Kimo Timon. It's going to keep it quiet and simple. Just yeah. uh, all business. Yeah. Right. Like Primo just lifting his stick up one arm. Like, that's, yeah. That's Keith <laughs> very, very Keith Primo. Yeah. And also Kevin Hayes doing a Hollywood Hayes thing. Like, I can, that feels very much like something Kevin Hayes would do. I feel like if we do this again soon, Kevin Hayes is going to have another one or two on here. Uh, I think Kevin, like Hayes, Kevin Hayes for just showing that personality alone has really already cemented himself into the hearts and minds of flyers fans it's yeah it can't be stated enough how you know endearing it is to show some of that personality i mean it could go too far in the other direction see Ilya briskalov yeah but i mean having like you know you talk about making a brand for yourself but it's who cares about brand brand is stupid but <laughs> people identify that stuff people remember that stuff and it, it really embeds a player in your mind as a, you know, and it's fun. It's fun. Hockey needs to be more fun if it wants to continue to appeal to more people. I think part of the reason the NBA and the NFL tend to appeal to as many people as they do. And believe me, the NFL has tried to fight against it at every opportunity, but has failed is the the fun aspect. Like they ended up having to allow celebrations. I mean, it, it's always funny to look at the key and peel sketch where they have the uh, <laughs> the celebration referee where it's like, if you do three crotch thrusts, then that's too much. Then the flag goes out. But the NFL has, you know, kind of come close to that. It's good that they're allowing celebrations. Sometimes they are a little much where <laughs> you've yeah. got the entire base fake baseball game going on or something like that. But, uh, the Eagles doing I the entire love... electric slide. Fantastic. Yeah. I was going to say that was, that was one of my favorite things about that Eagles team when they won was the electric slide and also the fucking baseball celebration against the Cardinals. Yeah. That it's was, a lot. but <laughs> like, I love it. Yeah. Like I think it's like it, to me that showed like team unity too. When the whole team got into it, like football, I don't think anything in hockey is ever going to be like that, but that, I mean, it, it's a big part of the personality. Like it's what you're talking to. And I feel like hockey does miss out 
on a lot of that because there aren't a ton of guys like Kuznetsov out there who are just after every goal, you know, he's going to do that eagle thing. And it's, I mean, I I don't like it when it happens to the Flyers, but I did like it, you know, when it happened to the Penguins in the playoffs. And it is. I just wish more players had that or like the Breer fist pump or, and hopefully, uh, uh maybe, uh, maybe, uh, you know, Hayes will figure, uh, maybe Hayes will give us something. I don't know. But I do, I do like, I mean, he is, I think the Flyers have been missing a player like Hayes for a while. Like a, a player that you can actually like a lot off and on the ice. Cause it feels like sometimes the fan favorites are usually just like the players that aren't great. Like, uh, based off of uh, Sixers fans' reactions, uh, you know, you kind of get, like, a Mike Scott, who apparently is pretty popular off the court, but on the court, he apparently has not killing it. Or you get guys well, It's that... funny that you just called Mike Scott popular off the court because he literally got into a fight with a, an Eagles fan for showing up in Washington football team. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Uh, I'm chalking it up to, uh, you know... Also, Mike Scott, the guy who wears any hockey jersey, so Flyers fans are just like, hmm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh yeah, I forgot Kurt did that whole rundown. Whatever he uh yeah. He's a big hockey jersey guy. But where, I mean he uh, before like almost at least in the playoffs he was wearing a, a different one every game. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember that being like a big thing a couple years ago. And then uh he made and then he didn't actually want to wear a penguins one, right? Like he wore a, a Wilkes bar uh scrand uh uh, I think it was I'm the sure. Mike Scott from The Office one. Yeah. An episode <laughs> of The Office point. for people not as familiar. <laughs> yes. Uh, people not familiar with The Office, there's an episode where uh, Dwight gives Michael Scott a a Wilkes Bar Penguins jersey. And uh, it, the name on the back, it's it's number one, and the name says from Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> how many. How many people do you think listen to us but don't watch The Office and they get irritated each time we mention The Office? The Venn diagram, I imagine, is small, but I could be wrong entirely. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think it's too many, but I just imagine each time we mention The Office, like, wow, cool, the fucking Office again. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> cool, another yeah, Seinfeld reference. Great, guys. George is upset. Great. <laughs> like, that spicy chicken. <laughs> Uh oh man well actually well I was gonna say we'll we'll save the uh yeah we'll save that for uh, yeah we'll, we'll save that for the, the actual purse but R I P Jerry Siller so uh oh, very yeah. funny man uh, very funny man R I P D that's a straight up R I P no it's straight up R I P all the respect awesome. for for Jerry Stiller but we'll we'll talk more about that we'll probably have our best Frank Costanza <laughs> moments on Flight this week because that's what we're talking about on Flight these days I I we've think... been pretty good with the hockey tent considering what we have to work oh with. you mean considering a global pandemic and there's been no live hockey for two months i think we're doing all right i think we're doing okay <laughs> but pretty, it's pretty, pretty good it's uh but the i i still do love the role reversal of like what should be the flyers forecast is now uh you know it's uh become the longer version than flat purple like this Except is the one today oh yeah well are we clocking an hour yet we got an hour yet on this bad boy nope we're not close. Not close at all. No, we're gonna we're gonna call it early. It's fine. Oh man, I know. No oh, man, we'll make up for it by talking about Frank Costanza for two. And yeah, actually, you know what? We'll fly probably this week. We will make up. We'll make up for that. We got that. We'll make we up can, for uh, that. Yeah, we can yeah. bank on a, a longer, uh, longer perps later in the week. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. But I, I will say, I I always, I feel like you could show me, uh. 
Frank Costanza talking about Festivus, like how he thought of Festivus. I could watch that clip every single day. I don't know if it'll get old to me. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. But well, I, I do. I, I want to say first off, thanks to Colin for submitting the uh, the topic this week. Much yeah. appreciated. Yes. And I, I, if you have any future topics, because we have kind of uh, run low in the bank of. Uh, hyperbole under quarantine topics please do submit them to us uh we will uh definitely take it into consideration for a future fuck topic <laughs> yeah yeah so please go and i know uh we got a ton like right as the quarantine started i took notes on a bunch of them i might still have them saved somewhere on my phone and my computer so i'll go through and i'll start looking through those again but yeah if you anybody listening has an idea or wants to hear us break down a list uh go ahead and send it our way there are still some there are some really good ideas that are just kind of difficult to like this one was a little more difficult just because well i mean there aren't a ton to begin with but then also it's a these are more like a a kind of thing you got to see them so maybe i'll include those in the post but like somebody i remember somebody was talking about like best shifts somebody tweeted us about like doing the best shifts and like that's a really good idea except that's a lot of explaining something that like people need to see. And also there are only two main ones I can think of now, but uh, you know, it's uh, whatever. Go ahead and send us your, your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a whole six minute thing to pretty much just be like, yeah, just send us stuff anyway. And I'm sure we've undoubtedly forgotten some iconic celebration here. Of yeah, some so sort. so we, we do apologize for that, but if you have a celebration that we left out, uh, definitely hit us up on Twitter with that suggest with that celebration, or if you have any suggestions, yeah, either one really hit us up. You can reach Craig at Sports or Bad. You can reach me at Flyperbole or at Este Bomb. But again, as usual for hockey, make it Flyperbole. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, definitely we'll be retweeting like we did with uh, favorite goals. If you have yeah. a favorite celebration, hit us up, send a video, send a GIF, whatever. Uh, we will definitely be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, just general I, feedback or if you have any suggestions for future folks. I was going to say, too, I think I might, uh, to help elongate the uh, the app on Thursday, I'm going to check out my DMs this week. Because uh, I know some of you have been sliding my DMs, and I'm very flattered. But I will also I'll check them out, and I will see what's in there, and maybe that'll. So if you want to get some more questions in, just go ahead and DM me, and I will try and answer them. We'll answer them on the show, so maybe that'll make some time too. Craig, are you I saying mean, that DMs are open? Oh, hashtag DMs are open. That's not a hashtag, but yeah. Uh, Can mainly you give us the a latest- classic? I need a classic, Craig. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. The DMs are open. So, ladies, yeah. mainly ladies, go go ahead and ask me any questions you want. Uh, guys, keep the hockey. I don't know if that's <laughs> a thing. But uh, I was going to say something else, Steve. There's something else I wanted to say. Uh, oh, yeah. How short is this up? We're, like, we're talking we're not, about. We're not close. You're not, we're not getting there. We're not cracking 50 minutes? I'd have to check. I think we're about 50 minutes. Okay. Right? All right. 50 is fine. And then when we make, we do a two and a half hour epiperps on Thursday. And I think we're fine. Yeah, you know, I think the people will be all right. You go big or you go home or go big while you're at home. I was going to say case. go big or stay at home. <laughs> go big or stay at home. Please. For the love of God, stay at home. Wash <laughs> your damn hands. Let's get this shit under wraps. 
please stop losing your minds. I know it's tough. Oh, yeah. You don't need to show up with your bazookas at, you know, Jimmy John's or wherever. There's no need for that. First just, of all. Know, just chill. Just chill. Write that screenplay. You, don't you ever tell me how to live my life again. And secondly, you don't know if those bazookas weren't needed at the Jimmy John's. That's what I'll say about that. Maybe the bazooka, maybe the sandwich was going in the bazooka. <laughs> maybe the bazooka was going maybe in the sandwich. You can eat a sandwich whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is, look, I'm here for Jimmy John's like sandwich guns. If we're going to do I, that. I believe like, it was a subway, gun? just to be fair. Oh, a subway? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Jimmy I, just wanted, John's, I wanted to yeah, mention, you know, we, don't get we have it. to have fair, we, we need to fairly <laughs> balance all the mediocre to shitty sandwich places. <laughs> Quiznos, we, we didn't mention you, but we just wanted to make sure we know we see you. And we're sorry if this uh, this offended Firehouse Subs, I think, is another really kind of mediocre <laughs> run-of-the-mill. We're just getting them all out there now. And we're sorry sure. if you, you live outside Philadelphia or the Philadelphia area and don't have good sandwiches around because we just have a plethora of good sandwiches. So we can judge on the sandwiches, but it's, yeah. you know, no, it's, it's just because we have a, yeah. an embarrassment of wealth here. Yeah, that is true. You know what? You know what? Bitches. The last, you know what the last meal I ate out before the start of quarantine was. What's I that? went to, oh my god, I'm gonna forget the name of the hoagie place. I mean the the cheesesteak place now. But I got a Philly cream cheese, uh, uh, cheesesteak. So instead of whiz, they put cream cheese on it, and it Excuse was maybe me? the best cheesesteak I've ever had in my life. Oh I've no, never even heard of that. I had not either. That is madness. I was a couple beers deep, and that really fucking hit the spot. <laughs> and I thought about that for like the last two and a half months now, because it's the last I was out with my buddies, and that was the last thing we did before every you know before our freedoms got taken away. So it's a real shame. But as soon as uh, I guess I'll drink you know. another growler of the Kevin Hayes beer from Yards this weekend. And oh, uh, get that. oh, you know what? I should actually. I did that last weekend. I got an entire growler of it and. And, they good? Uh, Are they actually? Is it actually good? It is good. It's really good. Uh, Yards uh, is great. Uh, Yards always does quality work. So it's. Uh, all right. I'll have yeah. To, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I do want to Folks. Do or do you want to do? That's Folks? it. I know we, we almost hit that hour, but you know we're, we you gotta know when to fold them, know when to hold them, know when to walk away. Okay. All right. <laughs> Kenny Jaco. That's Steve not Roger. a catchy name. That's not <laughs> not at all. And Steve Rogers is Captain America, so that's that's that. No, I knew um, that. I was testing you, so you passed. Oh wow! All right, folks, that's <laughs> all we got. Uh, sports are bad. Fly Perbly, uh, BSH Radio, Broad Street Hockey. Listen to all the podcasts. We're doing great stuff. You know the drill. You know the drill. We're good stuff. <laughs> Until next time, as always, good night and good hockey. Hello everybody, this is Fly Purbly. It is a podcast about hockey, mostly the Flyers, but also other hockey things, like other hockey teams that play the sport of hockey. Steve, but not Steve Hartnell, and Craig, but not Craig Ruby. No, this isn't all those hockey guys. These are the guys who watch the hockey sport. Yeah! Fly, 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 fly.